This month's podcasts are sponsored by Aubergine Legal. Do you sometimes worry that your business isn't meeting all its legal compliance requirements and wonder if you're ticking all the legal boxes? Are you losing sleep worrying about a piece of legislation that you may or may not be complying with? Perhaps you need some help with your client contracts or your data protection compliance, or maybe you're worried that your website doesn't have the right documents or legal notices in the right place. Perhaps you have a brand that you want to protect with a trademark. How about if you could outsource it all and eliminate all of your worries? If so, then get in touch with Aubergine Legal, a friendly commercial legal consultancy offering practical and clear commercial legal advice without the overwhelming legal jargon, taking the worry away and helping you to protect your business and minimise your risks. Aubergine offers a free 30-minute consultation if you have any questions or want to find out if they can help. And you can access this link and book your free 30-minute call via the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Bring Your Product Ideas to Life podcast. Practical advice and inspiration to help you create and sell your own physical products. Here's your host, Vicky Weinberg. Hi, I hope that wherever you're and whenever you're listening to this, that you are safe and well. So today I want to talk about a question I get asked fairly frequently, which is, do I need to find an overseas manufacturer to make my products? In other words, do I need to get my product sourced from China or from another country? I mentioned China first, as that's one of the first countries that people tend to think of. Um, My honest answer to this is maybe. It will really depend on exactly what it is you're looking for. Um, You might want to go back at this point and listen to episode 16 if you haven't already. So in that episode, I gave a lot of information about how you can find a great supplier to do manufacture your product and I did talk a little bit in that episode about which countries you can source from and how you might go about it. But what I want to do today is go over the pros and cons for sourcing abroad and sourcing in your own country and um, talking these through a little bit and seeing if that helps you to make your mind up about which is best for you and at the end I want to give some practical advice and tips so if you do want to go down the route of sourcing in a different country I want to give you some really practical advice things you can do to hopefully make that process be as simple as possible and for you to get the product that you're looking for at the end of it okay so let's start with sourcing domestically and by domestically I mean in your own country so in whatever country you're listening to this from so in terms of advantages so I guess first of all there is a bit of a marketing appeal with homegrown products so let's say you're listening to this in the UK you might often see made in the UK on packaging or marketing materials and it is a bit of a USP or unique selling point um so that's one thing to think about the quality can be higher not always you can get some great quality from overseas manufacturers and equally you can get poor quality products if you source here but in general the quality um is perceived to be better at least and um, that perception is actually quite important and if you're creating a product that has strict safety requirements so for example let's say toys that's going to presumably be of even greater concern because you need to make sure that any product you manufacture meets all the legislations and requirements for that particular product. Um, Shipping is faster or non-existent if you're sourcing products from your own country so if you want your goods to be delivered to your door tomorrow you can pay for next day delivery and get them there. You can't do that from the other side of the world. You obviously can get things shipped fairly quickly but you know that's going to cost you Um, and which 
leads me on to the fact that shipping is obviously going to be a lot cheaper if you're shipping in your own country and you won't have to pay any import fees. Um, There's less chance of your supplier turning out to be unreliable. I'm not going to say there's no chance, there is still a chance, but it's much easier to check out a company based in your own country and verify that they are indeed legitimate. So from Google searches, asking in forums, picking up the phone, perhaps even visiting in person at the moment, we're in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic that may not be possible but in normal times there's no reason you couldn't actually just turn up on the doorstep of a supplier you know possibly you know arrange it in advance um you know arrange ask in advance if it's possible for you to turn up get a tour of the facility see the people that work there ask lots of questions see how their production works um and that should hopefully put your mind at rest and hopefully make you feel much more secure about you know making that payment and communication can be easier as um presumably you'll, you'll be speaking the same language um and there also won't be a time difference meaning that you can communicate during sort of working hours whatever that might mean to you i know that there's you know not everyone works a nine to five but presumably you'll be able to speak to someone um at a time that work out for you if you do actually want to pick up the phone and speak to someone and then the final advantage and this comes back to you know not really having to ship your goods very far um is the fact that it's much more sustainable to source products in your own country because you're not paying for them to be flown or shipped from the other side of the world so there's that to factor in as well there are however some disadvantages the first one being that manufacturing costs may be higher however you do need to take into account here that shipping will be less and important fees will be non-existent so when you're calculating which is the most cost effective do you bear this in mind um i have seen before people get a bit tripped up here because they look at sourcing in their own country then they look at sourcing somewhere like china and the cost of getting the same product in china can be a bit lower and they think well great i'll go for that but they haven't actually factored in that by the time you pay for the shipping and the import fees per item it may end up being you know almost the same and then of course um you you do have that environmental factor that i mentioned earlier and the second disadvantage about sourcing in your own country is it can be harder to source some products there are some products that just aren't made here so or if they are they might be harder to find so as um, I mentioned as you might tell from my accent I'm based in the UK and I cannot get any of my bamboo products sourced directly from a manufacturer in the UK at this moment not to say I won't be able to at some point in the future but right now there is nobody that I can find that manufactures the products that I'm looking for so I have no option but to source them um, outside of my own country so now if we move on and talk about sourcing from overseas manufacturers so the advantages I mean the first one is that manufacturing costs will be lower in most cases and in some cases I would say much lower and the second advantage is that you will find lots more options to choose from in some ways this can actually be a possibly a disadvantage it can certainly be a bit more daunting anyway as you can actually find literally hundreds of suppliers offering the product that you're looking for um but don't let this put you off because you do need to narrow them down for a start often you see you look it will look like there are hundreds of suppliers if you go somewhere like alibaba which i mentioned in episode 16 it might look like there are hundreds of suppliers offering the products you're looking for but once you delve in a little deeper you start doing some research and you look into that supplier you might find out that actually that you know they they don't produce exactly what you want um a lot of manufacturers will you know give the impression that they can meet your requirements but you know they can't always so don't let that 
put you off in fact do see it as an advantage that if you've got hundreds of suppliers to choose from um, hopefully you will be able to find the one that is right for you and can meet what you're looking for so if we talk about the disadvantages now so as i said above the quality can be a bit lower and it's sometimes perceived to be lower as well when you source um from other from some other countries uh, the shipping will take longer you know no matter which country you're sourcing from if it's not your own it's going to take a bit longer and it can also be expensive depending on what you're shipping and the method you're using um and if you're shipping something that's particularly oversized you know a large product you know the shipping costs actually might be prohibitive for you to actually be able to actually make a profit you might find that when you the manufacturing cost is fairly low but when you take the shipping cost into account as well actually you're not going to have much margin left um, the third disadvantage is it can be a bit harder to verify suppliers and if something does go wrong is you know there's little recourse um, I do believe you can take precautions against this however and if you use sites like Alibaba their own chips seem to be getting more vigilant and I talked a lot about this in episode 16 so again please do go back to that one if that will be useful for you the fourth disadvantage is that you might experience communications and time zone issues. So while salespeople for most suppliers will speak good English, there are always things that can get a little bit lost in translation. Um, and yeah, especially when you're going back and forwards o- over email, sometimes, you know, things aren't always entirely clear. Um, and I'm going to talk a bit later about what we can do to help here. Plus, if you actually want to speak to someone in person, you know, you decide that actually it would be easier to just get onto Skype or WhatsApp. Um, that could actually mean getting up very early or staying up very late, depending on where you're based and where your supplier is based. Um, doesn't mean there aren't ways around this, but just something to be mindful of. And then the fifth disadvantage is you will have to pay custom fees to import goods into your own country. Um, I can't tell you what the fees will be. It depends where you're importing from, where you're importing to and what the product is. And there are tariffs. Um, the best place to find this information from is from your own government website. Or if you're using a shipping company or freight forwarder to help you with your shipping, they will be able to help you out here as well. So there's definitely a lot to consider. And hopefully um, you haven't listened to this and been completely put off sourcing overseas. That is not my aim at all. Um, so I, I can tell you that I've sourced products from the UK the USA from China from India all are very possible the main thing is wherever you choose to source from is that you think it through carefully so you think about you know where you could possibly source your product from um you weigh up the pros and cons you look at the costs perhaps there's nothing wrong with looking to source a product in china for example while at the same time looking in turkey or looking in india or looking in the uk um there's nothing wrong with you know looking at going down multiple routes at once and that might actually be a good idea because it will give you an idea you might then be able to compare quality like for like and costs and things like that um so it, it definitely is possible but you just need to make sure that as I've said before that you're vigilant you do your research and you're looking carefully at everything and if you do um, need to so perhaps your product you're looking for you can't get in your own country or you've actually decided to for another reason source your product overseas I just wanted to share some ways around the disadvantages I talked about above so some practical things that I hope will really help you 
So first of all, if you're concerned about quality, because that was the first disadvantage I mentioned, I'd suggest ensuring you get at least two samples so you can compare your product before placing a big order. I think two or three is a really good number. Um, you might possibly want to go for sort of maybe one more than this if you were, for example, looking at sourcing from China and the UK. Let's use that as an example. You might decide to get two samples from China and two samples from the UK so you can compare them all together. Um, I think that's a I think that's a really good it's always a really good idea to get samples um, it's the best way of determining whether the supplier can meet the quality that you're looking for um, another hint I've got here is that if there is a product similar to your product already on the market if you can get hold of one um, whether that means you have to buy one or you can borrow one from somewhere but just to have a similar product that you can compare your sample to I think is really useful because it's really hard to look at quality unless you're unless you've got a benchmark that you're looking at it against so um that's the first thing I would recommend there so the second disadvantage I spoke about was shipping and yeah this this is a cost to consider no matter where you source your products unless you unless you can physically drive yourself and pick it up from somebody's doorstep or um, warehouse door or whatever you are going to have to pay for shipping um, but as I mentioned earlier if the production cost is lower then it might it might actually even out and um, you can shop around for the best shipping prices as well so remember that the method you use so whether you use air rail or sea all impact on the cost of the shipping and the time it will take and it might be that actually you have to wait an extra seven to ten days for your goods to arrive because you decide to send them via sea rather than rail but it saves you enough money that actually it makes it worth it so there is a lot to consider and a lot to and a lot to weigh up um these are just some things for you to think about um coming on to sort of the supplier and how you verify them so much of this can be done online and I mentioned in episode 16 that you can also pay for an inspection if this helps put your mind at rest in fact in that episode I spoke about lots of ways that you can check out your supplier in detail and um, just check that they're legitimate and you feel happy working with them so the fourth disadvantage we spoke about was communication issues and to help with this I think there are a few things you can do so keeping your communication short and clear is really good because remember they might be ran through an online translation tool so if you can keep your language as simple as you can this will really help as I mentioned earlier lots of salespeople from companies do speak really good English but I've certainly come across um cases where that isn't the case or perhaps something I've said has been lost in translation so a few things you can do here is to use bullet points that's quite a nice way to structure you know this is my specification bullet point it all out um, number your questions so if you're sending questions to be answer sort of number them so it's quite easy to keep track um, I mentioned before in a previous episode that visuals are really good as well so if you're not entirely sure that your I you know how to word your I your product idea simply is there a way you can explain it in a drawing or a graphic or a photograph or a screenshot or sort of anything that you can do to aid um, understanding would be really good and finally customs fees now there's not much we can do about those unfortunately um, if you don't want to deal with it yourself one option might be to consider DDP shipping which is delivery duty paid um, you still will have to pay the cost but this basically means that your freight forwarder will take care of all the paperwork for you um, it's not necessarily going to get done any quicker but it just will save you a step and often it doesn't work out much more expensive 
Well, for me, in my per- in my own experience, it hasn't actually worked out much more expensive doing this than me paying the customs separately. Um, but of course, this is going to vary case by case, so it's something to look at. And it's you know, it's never a bad thing to get the to get the cost so that you can compare. And I guess that's kind of my message for this whole thing. Um, I can't say to you it's better to source in your own country or which country would be best for you to source your product from. Although, of course, certain products are more easily available in different countries. But what I will say, the best thing you can do to help yourself make this decision is to get all of the information. So, as I mentioned above, you can look at sourcing from China and the UK. Um, If you're not sure about shipping, you can get a quote for shipping by air and a quick quote for shipping by sea you can get a delivery duty paid quote and one where the customs fees is split out you can um i guess what i'm trying to say is you can get all the information that you can nobody's holding you to anything so my best advice would be do your research um look at explore different options get all the information and then make the decision that's going to be ultimately best for you um but yeah get all the inform- all the information first so don't be scared of sourcing overseas as i say i've done it i do it a lot and it's definitely possible um but you know just make sure you're vigilant and yeah get all the information before you start so if you um, have any further questions about shipping or anything else please do get in touch it's vicky at tinychipmonk.com um this episode has been quite short and sweet um it's kind of a bonus episode i wanted to record for you um because i felt that in our last episode there wasn't really the time to go into detail about where to source quite often when people say to me oh what do you know do i need to source my product in china um and this is just really to say no that there are other countries you can source in other than china including your own but there are you know plenty of places around the world with fantastic suppliers who can help produce fantastic products so don't be scared to have a look into it um as always if you've enjoyed this episode please do rate um in apple Podcasts. you just takes a couple of seconds click a button and um, give it a star rating and if you have got um, an extra minute or two in your day um which i appreciate most of us don't but if you have and you can got the time and inclination to write me a little review then that would be fantastic as well so thank you so much and looking forward to speaking to you soon if you've been inspired to start a podcast in 2024 i really recommend my podcast host captivate captivate were my top pick when i started podcasting four years ago because of how easy it was for a complete novice like me to get started I've stuck with them for the last four years because Captivate is still really simple to use. They keep adding great new features like the ability to share ads like these and they've just been really reliable. So when you're ready to start your own podcast, you can use the link in the show notes and get a free seven day trial with Captivate.